0: This is Joe Kwan, The Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, creator of the Everybody Thrives program, welcoming you to the second episode of Diversity Bytes. Today, we're gonna to talk about uh, a revelation I had, which, you know like when you're confused a long time and all of a sudden like a light bulb goes off in your head and how this can apply to diversity programs and efforts that you're having within your organization. I train in Aikido, which is a Japanese martial art, and it deals a lot with you know energy and, and using others' energy as you're defending yourself. And I was at a seminar uh, with an instructor who was visiting from Japan, Harayama Sensei, and he was maybe seventy years old at the time. was so dynamic and so fit he could do practically a full split, was out there on the mat training with us. It was just such an incredible experience. Now, he had a translator because he was from Japan and um, he didn't know uh, that much English. However, he did know some English phrases and one in particular stuck in my head. He would say this over and over again. And the reason why it stuck in my head was I wasn't exactly sure what he meant by it. And the phrase was invisible hand more important, right? So we'd be doing a technique or someone grabs you and you know you 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 spin around and you do some sort of defensive technique and he would constantly say invisible hand more important invisible hand more important and for the life of me I could not understand what he meant and I think it was on the second day of training it finally dawned on me as I was doing a technique I realized that the visible hand is the one that's in front right let's say someone's grabbing your hand that's the visible hand and you go to turn or do a move, but you have a second hand, an invisible hand, one that's sort of not being grabbed or that's free, that's behind you. And as you move, if there's no energy, right, in that invisible hand, whatever technique you're trying to do doesn't work as well. it's both hands working together, and the reason why the invisible hand is more important is because we all think about the visible hand, right? We, we pay attention. Someone grabbed me. It's my visible hand. It's the one I see. It's the one in front of me. Of course, I'm paying attention to it, but we're only using half of our power because the invisible hand, the one that's free, is not being taken into account, and there's not energy, and therefore, you're not as powerful and as, as effective as you may be if you were um, also aware of your invisible hand. And we all know this in our just regular lives as well, right? It's often the things that you don't do, that you might not even think to do, that make the difference, right? It's the invite you didn't give, the defense of someone that you didn't speak, the bullying that you let go and didn't address, the poor judgment that someone made that you didn't question or call out. Not to judge you, but you've also probably experienced that as well, right? Where you could have used someone to speak up or come to your defense, but they didn't. So it wasn't something active that they did, but it was the thing that was silent that really made the difference, and that was more important. Now, how does this apply to diversity and diversity programs, which we all uh, may care about? What does that mean when you say the invisible hand is more important? Well, the visible part of your programs are the statements, the policies, the money spent, even some processes or metrics, let's say, on hiring and promotion, right? And these are important. That visible part is important because awareness and impact is key. However, I would argue the invisible hand or the invisible part is actually more important. And what is that? The invisible part is the attitudes, perceptions, and emotions or intentions behind those efforts i'll say it once again the invisible part is the attitudes perceptions emotions and intentions behind your super, uh, behind your diversity efforts now why is that important that's because in today's society and in organizations there is a language an unspoken language of superiority dominance, and oppression that is passed on in quiet and invisible but powerful ways. And our brains, our cortexes, are incredibly malleable. And when you are subjected to that, and when you feel that, and when you're taught that over and over again, your brain actually learns to expect that. Your brain learns that that is normal. So ask yourself, in what ways is your organization subtly almost imperceptibly reinforcing bias in contradiction to your stated intentions and implemented programs and goals. And this can be much more powerful than the money you spend on programs or the aspirational statements you make. And it can also clue you into uh, maybe a reason why You're not making as much progress even though there is a lot of money being spent and programs being created if that invisible part is not connected. And I don't mean you personally, right? If you're a leader and you're trying to implement these programs, I believe the invisible hand is there for you. What I mean about is in the entire organization because you as a single person cannot create support and change and, you know, intention throughout the organization. So if it's just the leaders who are in charge of diversity who care, but no one else cares, then the invisible part is, is really not doing much at all. Now, the point is not to stop the programs or spend the money, right? And just say, oh, we give up because we're not getting the support. It's to realize that those programs and those efforts and initiatives are not the only thing that needs to be done. The point is to consider these more subtle, complex mechanisms that need to be considered for people to believe you are serious about truly meeting your goals. Now, the starting point is not to come up with a plan to eliminate all sort of bias-reinforcing activities or events. It's a much simpler smaller, but very difficult step. The starting point is to admit that this happens all the time in your organization, that this invisible hand of people not truly supporting these efforts is happening all the time. And without an effective strategy to address this, it will continue to be the prevailing wind in your organization and that bias, right, this prevailing wind of bias will be at the back of some employees and benefit them, and it will be in the face of some others and continue to make it harder for them to advance and make the contribution that you know that they can make and that you want them to make, which is why they're in your organization and why you invited them there. And if you don't start here, it will become much, much harder much more of a struggle, just like I was struggling with my Aikido technique, to get any results. Because remember, the invisible hand is more important. Well, thank you so much for joining Diversity Bites. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. This content is informed by my Everybody Thrives program, which is for companies looking to unlock the full power of their people. You can learn more about it at connectioncounselor.com. Remember, when it comes to higher performance, diversity bites, belonging delights.